Welcome to Pageantland, the UK's premier podcast for all things pageantry, with your host, Jessica Barkley. Here you'll find guest experts, past, present, and future queens, plus my own personal insights into what it's like to follow your pageantry dreams. So whether you're hitting the stage for the first time, looking to up your game, or even after some inspiration to follow your own dreams, I hope you will find something here for you. I'll ask the questions you're too embarrassed to and get real about the highs and lows of pageantry. If you enjoy this episode, please give us a share on social and pop me a review on iTunes. Now strap on those heels and let's get into it because we have a lot to cover. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode. Our last one before Christmas, second to last one, before the end of 2019 and the start of 2020. 2019 seems to have been a very tricky year for lots of people, so I am one of those that is extremely excited for 2020. But also, I love this time of year, not just because of all the Christmas stuff, because I love Christmas from all angles, but also that fresh start, the beginning of the year, New Year's resolutions, goal setting, all those kind of things I am all about, so excited about, uh, which is unsurprising considering my hashtag goal getters platform, uh, which I will go into a bit more in the new year. I am actually doing some talks around it in the new year, so that's also very exciting. So I felt like I needed to do, it would just be wrong to not do a goal setting based episode. Now, goal setting, New Year's resolutions, depending on how you want to to frame it, some people are a bit like, no, that's not for me. I just like to, for me, it's like bumbling through. I'm like, no one wants to bumble through life, really, do they? But some people genuinely feel like they're better that way. And I really connected with something in a book by Gretchen Rubin. Uh, Gretchen Rubin, mainly famous for The Happiness Project. Uh, She's written some other awesome books uh, around habits and things and she's written some historical books as well but the happiness project if you're going to pick up any book uh, over Christmas at the beginning of the new year you can even sign up now to do the happiness project like in a membership thing but read the book the book is brilliant but in there she works out uh, during her research on the formula for happiness um, and she paraphrases as being happy being happier requires you to think about feeling good, feeling bad, and feeling right in an atmosphere of growth. Now, those last few words for me are key, in an atmosphere of growth. She trawled through loads and loads of research, uh, and basically humans can't be happy unless we are in some sort of atmosphere of growth. Now, this doesn't necessarily need to be going after mega goals, and that's definitely something I want to touch on in this episode. Having goals doesn't mean huge, massive things. You've also got uh, a goal of creating new little habits and things like that. So you've got a goal habit crossover, you've got a goal use resolution type crossover situation going on. Um, There's a lot of crossover between those three. And However you choose to phrase it, I'm choosing to use the word goals mainly, uh, however you choose to phrase it, it is an atmosphere of growth. Now that could be as much as you want to read a little bit more, that, that could be your growth, you're growing through what you're reading, or it could be really working on relationships up to like like massive, massive things that you're trying to achieve, world domination, uh, 
beauty pageant crown uh, and and all the work that comes with that it that atmosphere of growth can mean so many things to so many different people but basically the research has shown that if we are not in an atmosphere of growth we are never going to be at the happy that happy level that we can get to as human beings that magical happy level we need this atmosphere of growth So as we're going into 2020, I would like to inspire you to start thinking about your goals for the the coming year and ahead. Sometimes you need to put down on paper the longer term goals to work out what your goals would be for this year. So it might be that you have 10 year goals and five year goals, but what's the steps you need to take that fit in this year to get to that next step? Uh, it might be that you want some, you've got some more instant change goals that you'd really like to incorporate, uh, things like wanting to move more. Fitness is a very popular one, uh, New Year's resolution wise, and we'll be sharing lots over January because it's so topical. We'll be sharing lots over January, help, helpful fitness related things. Um, I usually put out a video this time of year around something fitnessy, and I know what I want to do my one on this year. Uh, that was sparked by my recent interview on the pageant uh, pageant project podcast so go and check that out if you haven't already uh, but that sparked what my video will be this year but I'm I will find a point over Christmas that I can get that filmed for you guys so make sure you're keeping an eye over on my uh, Facebook page because that will get put up on Facebook and my YouTube let's keep an eye out on that one uh, so there yeah, are lots of fitness related goals seem to happen this year and they can be little things and they can be massive things um, if you're really struggling with your weight and it's an unhealthy level um, and you really want to make some big changes that's a big goal but if you just feel a little bit a little bit slow and unenergized and you just want to move a little bit more then those are the, the smaller little goals that we can be doing as well I will apologise. I am very bugged up today. I've put off recording this for a long time, hoping that I would clear, but I'm still poorly. So uh, you will have to forgive me on that one. New Year's resolutions is that funny one because a lot of people are like, oh, what's the point? Because I never get through. But imagine you make a New Year's resolution and it only lasts three or four months. Imagine you make no use resolution, there's nothing to last three or four months. Even if you manage to achieve something for three or four months, that's still an achievement. Even if you manage to achieve something for a couple of weeks, that's still an achievement. But there are some things that you should really consider with your New Year's resolutions, uh, with your goals in general, to be honest. Very specific. Be very specific. I just want to move a little bit more. Does not cut it. I want to make sure that I've hit my steps for the day, uh, which is the 10,000 recommended steps for the day, or I want to make sure that I do 20 minutes of stretching every day. That's a specific measurable thing that you can literally tick off and say, I've done. And that's what you need to make sure that whatever scale your item is, a goal, um, a goal or a little life change or New Year's resolution, uh, that they are measurable and very, very clear. So, for example, my New Year's resolutions last year was to shop at the butcher and the greengrocer for our meat and our vegetables and take my own Tupperware so that we were reducing the plastic. Um, I've managed to do that for the majority of the year. I tick that off as a successful New Year's resolution. Uh, there have There's always the odd week where I've particularly towards the end of the year where I've been ill a lot, where I have had to whack the items just on the Ocado order. And we'll be honest, 
don't shoot me. But on the whole, uh, the majority of the time I've managed to do that. I've even added in going to the refill larder and stocking up on quite a few bits there that we use a lot. It turned out they were at the refill larder. Much cheaper, no packaging. So tick, news, resolution, achieved. Happy with that one. It, it was a small thing. To be honest, if we all did that, make a massive impact on the world. I'm, I hate the term like eco-freak because I feel like we should all have an, our heads screwed on enough to realise that it's a massive problem at the moment. Like, it, it's, yeah, please, please, please. If everyone could have some sort of reducing plastic New Year's resolution, it would make me so happy. So happy. Um, I'm not perfect by any means, but we have tried really hard this year and that was one of my my newest resolutions. Everything else is broken down much more into goals, into the bigger stages of things. So that's what I want to touch on next is looking at those bigger goals. Don't be put off by the size of your goals, but do be realistic about the time they will take to achieve. Because that is where a lot of people fall down. They think a goal has to happen within a year and a lot of goals won't. A lot of the big things won't. Building a business up, trying to get a degree. uh, These are things that take a lot of time. Winning a pageant title takes a lot of time. Now, it might be that you do win the first time that you go out, or it might be that it takes three or four attempts. This March will be my third attempt for a Galaxy title. Um, And who knows if I'll get it then? I just know that I will get it at the time that's right. I'll get it when I'm... I'm meant to and when I can be the right queen that the system needs me to be and that I know I can be. Uh, So don't don't pressurise yourself in that way. That said, deadlines do help. So what you want to do is break it down into the things that you can manage and you can control. It's really tough to put a deadline on something that is out of your control. So saying I am going to win a title by the end of 2020 isn't something within your control. But saying I am going to get confident in having my stomach out on stage by the end of 2020, that's something within your control. Uh, That's something that you can put the work into. Uh, I am going to have done 20 appearances for my pageant by the end of February. That is something that's within your control. You can go out, you can find those appearances, you can make sure that you turn up, you can make sure that you're committing, you can make sure that you're going above and beyond so that you get those 20 in. You can plan in advance so you know when those 20 are going to happen. So you're not trying to do them all in the last three days of February or whatever you set your your deadline for. Deadlines should only be used for things that are within your control. Otherwise, why put the pressure on yourselves? I'm just saying. Um, some of you may have spotted it on my Instagram. I put up a post actually earlier today, uh, but this is, I'm not recording this on the day that it goes out, so the, the logistics there don't work. Um, but it says, I don't stop when I'm tired, I stop when I'm done. Now, I do really like that quote, particularly from a fitness, from a pageantry, from a business point of view, that, that quote, paraphrased or otherwise, comes out quite a lot. But I think it's very important to remember that we're not just going hard, 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 always for our goals, because what we do then is miss the journey. And I think that is just as important as achieving our goals is living in this atmosphere of growth where we're trying to achieve our goals. I particularly see it a lot with 
business. I'm glad to say it's disappearing with it within the fitness industry. Go hard or go home is starting to disappear. Um, there are a few like psycho gym people that are not psycho in a good way. I like to think I'm psycho in a good way gym wise, but um, there are a few psycho in a bad way people that are still ranting on about that. But in business, I've seen it a lot this year uh, where people are saying, oh, yes, if you want to achieve your business dreams, then you have to sacrifice and sacrifice and sacrifice. It's like you shouldn't always be sacrificing because in the end you will resent your goals, you will miss the journey. Um, and one day when your life comes to an end, you'll be like, oh, well, yeah, I achieved my goal, but I would have rather enjoyed the journey a little bit more. So do feel free to slow down and be not just realistic with your time frames and your deadlines, but kind to yourself with your time frames and your deadlines. So those of you that are listening, that are going, I'm not signed up to a pageant system. I haven't got a fitness goal. I don't want to start a business. I don't want to do a degree. What do I set my goals to be? I've got a good one for you because this just will generally help you up level your life. And it's a two step one. One of them is you need to find your values. I normally, when I teach this, uh, work on the 10 value basis. So you find the 10 values that most connect with you. Uh, you need to find your 10 values and that's your step one. And then the second step is to use a life balance chart. And then your goal is to increase each level on the life balance chart. So the life balance chart is a circular chart. Uh, you get to use colouring pens. It's really fun. Um, it's a circular chart. Each section, broken into 10 sections, each section is one of your values. Uh, and then you rate them from one to 10 of how like happy you are or content you are with within that section. So for me, health and fitness, really important to me. It's one of my values. Uh, maybe earlier in the year, I might have been a six um, and I've been working my way up. And if I ignore the cold that does not want to go away, um, health and fitness wise, probably quite happily sitting at a nine at the moment. Um, no, I've got that little bit further. There's that bit more I want to do. But unfortunately, the cold has hindered me getting to the 10. Uh, but this is the, what you do for each of the areas of your life. So I have a community one. Uh, it's one of my values. So I'd be like, oh, yeah, rate my community at a four. So I might go out and make sure I'm turning up for events a bit more, that I'm talking to more people at my church, that I'm connecting with my friends more, just checking in to see if they're all right. And that would maybe take my community up to a seven. Um, therefore, I've improved that sector. So if you don't have a specific goal that you want to go after, I would highly recommend looking at those two steps and making that your like goal for 2020. You could literally set like a number you want to get out to on the balance chart. I haven't done a, a pageant version of this, but I actually have a um, like a PDF download that helps with the values and PDF download that helps with the life balance chart that are both things I have with my work. So what I will do is I'll link those in the show notes. They are um, designed for mums because my work is within the, the motherhood, parenthood industry. But don't worry, it's not actually, it's literally like the, the graphic, the pretty graphicness of the page references mums, but the actual content of what you need to do with them is universal. So don't be put off by that. Um, just download them. They're, they're like free. You click on it and it downloads it for free and things like that, the PDF, and you can work through, work out all your values, put them into your life balance chart and use that as your goal for 2020. 
I imagine a lot of you listening to this have some sort of pageant related goal anyway, but I just wanted to give you that option. It's also quite good if you find that you are just pageant and pageant is taking over your life, that can end up being quite draining. And that's where a life balance chart is really, really useful, be it pageant or any other goal. Um, A life balance chart is literally that it helps you find more balance in your life and you can spot. I, if there are certain areas in my life balance chart that dip quite low, then I can feel it in my soul and my soul gets sad. So it's, it's a really nice way of keeping track of what makes you tick and what makes you happy and noticing the areas when they're dipping down. I feel like I've covered a fair amount in this episode and I've reached the point where I'm struggling to breathe because my I've got so bugged up and I need to go and blow my nose. So I'm going to wrap it up there. Like I said, goal getting is part of my platform. So you can expect to see a lot more goal related stuff coming out in 2020. Uh, it is something I'm incredibly passionate about. Passionate about is helping women achieve their goals, and I will be focusing in more on that within my platform and speaking more about that over the over the next few months. So, if you do have any questions about goal setting, it is something I have worked on in well three different industries actually now. Yeah, I'd say like three, three, four, four, four different industries, four different industries now across my careers. Uh, so do hit me up. Uh, email me, you can hit me up at jessicaabarkley at icloud.com or hit me up on social media if you've got any questions or need any help um, or if you'd like me to go into more detail on anything I've discussed in this episode. Have a very Merry Christmas and there's one more episode of 2019 to come out but I guess a lot of you will be switching off and things over Christmas so if you don't catch that episode until the new year, have a very happy Thank you for joining me today. I value and appreciate your time so much. It's wonderful you've given some of it to this episode. Please rock on over to our Facebook or Instagram and share your thoughts. And I would love you to give this episode a share while you're there. For any specific links, check the show notes or rock on over to our website, pageantlandpodcast.com for more information about the podcast or how you can be a guest on a future episode. Have an amazing day. And remember, you sparkle your brightest when you're being yourself. See you soon.